the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. You're in the loop. Every week we talk with the people who make San Antonio a better place to live. Thanks for joining us in the loop. Here's your host, Milton Glick. And welcome to In the Loop. I'm Milton Glick, and that's exactly what we do. We get you caught up with the people and the organizations that are making San Antonio a better place to live. All right, we're going to talk to the folks at the San Antonio Philharmonic today. Our guest is Roberto Trevino, who is the executive director. We're going to talk about all the exciting things. We're going to talk a little bit about the history uh, and some upcoming shows and a way that you can support the uh, San Antonio Philharmonic. So, Roberto, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on the show, Milton. Absolutely. What a what a great story this is. It's uh, it's amazing to read some of the things. By the way, the website, just to let you know, is safil.org. And uh, some of the stories are absolutely incredible of last-minute uh, things that come together and saving things from being destroyed. So where do we start off with the history of the mission of San Antonio Philharmonic? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think that, that they're both intertwined. If you think about how history was driven by this mission to, to establish classical music in a community like San Antonio it was driven back in 1939, it's very similar to what we're trying to do today. It's, it's bringing world-class symphonic music to San Antonio so that people can, uh, you know, really be a part of some incredible events, incredible concerts, uh, experience world-class music, and, uh, again, add to the culture and cultivation that one, to, to some degree, has come to expect uh, when living in a, in a large city like San Antonio. Then, and it, it really is, uh, like I said, the, the news and stuff, uh, about, for instance, the music from the San Antonio Symphony. That was which, the one that caught my eye. I'm pretty much about to be unavailable, and uh, someone someone saved it? Yeah, so one of our donors, uh, uh, David, David and uh, Colette Wood, uh, huge supporters. David Wood is a board member of the San Antonio Philharmonic, um, helped us to secure uh, through a loan, a forgivable loan, to purchase the the San Antonio Symphony Library, uh, one that has been uh, in existence since 1939. So this is every note, every piece of music, everything that has ever been played uh, since 1939. And uh, we have all that music. It's right here in our offices on the west side. And uh, protecting our history, protecting this music is, is so important. It's, it's part of our story, uh, not just the, the Philharmonic, but the story of San Antonio. And the uh, last thing we want is for us to lose this important history, this vital history. That's really, it's really, it's irreplaceable. Yeah, truly, this it, it truly is. You know, I, I jumped the gun a little bit and maybe put the cart before the horse. 
Um, talk about, so for folks, by now they've heard of San Antonio Philharmonic, but talk about the relationship between the San Antonio Symphony and how it, it and the, the, the coming up, if you will, uh, the formation of the San Antonio Philharmonic. Well, thank you. That That is an important question, probably the most important question so that people understand that uh, what, what really happened here. So most people, I think many of your listeners, I would say, uh, believe that the San Antonio Symphony went away. Well, that's not exactly the case. The, the board that oversaw the symphony is what dissolved. And so you have the Symphony Society of San Antonio which is the official name of, of the previous board uh, that, that oversaw the operations and administration and the orchestra itself, uh, is what dissolved. What remained is the symphony orchestra itself, the musicians. And so the story is that the, you know, many of the musicians, four specifically, uh, got together to restart this and make sure that, that these concerts would continue. Uh, in fact, I was asked to be one of the original board members uh, of the San Antonio Philharmonic. Uh, at the time, we spoke, we didn't had decided on a name yet. We were just known as the musicians of the San Antonio Symphony. Uh, then later, as the board was formed, uh, we, we took a vote, uh, took a poll amongst musicians as well, and Philharmonic was was the name that was most popular, and that's the name we we ran with. So, I think. We're, what, what's really critical here is that people understand that the symphony orchestra did not ever go away. It, it's continuing under a new name uh, as the Philharmonic. And, and that's a, an important distinction because, you know, when we think about how we, we save the, the music library and how that continues, uh, every bit of the history, the assets of the, the previous organization, the music itself, uh, and, of course, the musicians, still around and people people uh, really need to know that and i think it's it's probably the best part of the story because it really is uh, a story about musicians kind of taking this on as, as such an important part of our community how much they care and really it's 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 uh, fitting to see how the musicians have, have taken on making sure that they're in control of their own destiny well, um, our, our guest today is Roberto Trevino, who is the executive director of the San Antonio Philharmonic. We're going to, the website, by the way, S-A-Phil, P-H-I-L, S-A-Phil dot org. And we'll tell you about some upcoming events in a second. Um, were there obstacles that those members, those musicians faced in, in creating the Philharmonic? Oh, yes. Um, and there's certain forces that, that still, unfortunately, uh, you know, really... Uh, make it make it uh, more difficult than it should should be, but uh, we we uh, are overcoming those uh, by just being focused on what's in front of us. And uh, I, I think the, the the great part of the story is is how how everything was done uh, with this board and these musicians uh, in 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 line with with support from the community community that stood beside us uh, to make sure that we got this inaugural season done. We, our inaugural season was was a huge success, and we ended in the black. Uh, so it was um, 
by all measures, a huge success for us. And we learned a lot. Of course, we're, we're here uh, saying hello to our second season, and we're building our staff. I, I, I have the privilege of being named the executive director, the first executive director under this new title or new name. And, uh, and we're very excited about, uh, you know, how we're going to keep moving forward. And so our focus is to stay positive, focus on the things we can accomplish, get those things done, be out there for our community, broaden our audience, and really show ourselves to be um, an, an integral part of this community. Roberto, one of the things that we do, uh, too, especially if there's an event coming up uh, where – like this one, like the Philharmonic, San Antonio Philharmonic has, uh, as we kind of just stop down with you and I would kind of just to just talk a little bit about the events. You've got two uh, that are in September uh, that, that our folks, our listeners can go enjoy. You want to talk about them? Yes. Um, so the first one, is, we have a DSCSA celebration concert at Lanier High School. This is a historic concert because Lanier, um, the 13th of this month, uh, turns 100 years old. Wow. And in that 100-year history, uh, it's my understanding that Lanier really had a lot of incredible, an incredible arts program, had an orchestra, had folklorico dancing, uh, that, by the way, inspired and was the place where our, our own Teresa Champion, who will be at this concert dancing as well, she, she's about to turn 85 years old. Goodness. Many of you, many of you know her from her role in, in the movie The Alamo with John Wayne, um, and and she learned to dance there at Lanier High School. Um, we are putting this event on it's a block away from our new uh, headquarters of operations uh, for the Philharmonic uh, as a way to announce ourselves to the West Side and, and show it as uh, an annual event, an important event, celebrating history as well, um, the, the important history of the SEC's Mexican Independence Day. And, uh, and and trying to present uh, a, an opportunity for for people on the west side, uh, and of course anywhere uh, from anywhere that they want they choose to come from, uh, to enjoy this free concert at Lanier High School, and uh, and we think it's going to be an incredible time. We hope people can come out to that. It's from four to six, by the way, on the fifteenth. The the other event you were talking about is our the beginning of our classics concert, classics one. Uh, it's Chi Yoon and the and the Firebird. Uh, that's September 22nd and 23rd, Friday and Saturday night. Jeffrey Kahane is going to be the conductor, and of course, as I mentioned, Chi Yoon is a violinist. Um, this is going to be uh, an incredible, incredible concert, and we hope people can, can come out uh, to to the first classic, our opener. Uh, we we expect to see a, a, a full house. Uh, there's still tickets available, and want people to know that we're so thrilled at the response we've received in terms of ticket sales that we're very close to selling more tickets to this point than we did all of the entire season last year. So um, we hope that people can visit the website, as you mentioned, safefill.org. Um, please buy your tickets. There's, there's three different options. You can buy season tickets. We'll give you 20% off before the season starts. And you get free parking. You can also get the Flex Pass, which is three tickets, and that gets you 15% off. Or you can get individual tickets, like the one I just mentioned for the Classics one. So uh, we do hope that people can come out 
enjoy an amazing, amazing uh, set of concerts, pair of concerts uh, in September uh, as we kick off our new season. And again, that website, S-A-P-H-I-L-S-A-Phil.org to find out all the information and to learn all, you, uh, all you'd like to know about the San Antonio Philharmonic uh, and um, very, very exciting. Um, and I'm glad you mentioned the ticket information because you've got to be very proud of how things are being received. We are. We're, 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 we're proud and we're grateful. Uh, if it wasn't for uh, the individuals, the individual sponsorships and donations and just folks showing up to to, uh, to these concerts, this would not be a story today. And uh, it's, it's been that outpouring of support. It's been the folks who have, who have actually come to our concerts, uh, have, have enjoyed uh, the, the, the value that these musicians and the symphony orchestra bring. You know, this is an important part of what we do. It's not just put on concerts, but we're part of a larger ecosystem and, and understanding that you know, many of these musicians are, are teaching either at UTSA or individual, uh, providing individual music lessons out in the community. Many, many, many people in our community that have been impacted by having uh, you know, local musicians uh, playing in a symphony orchestra like the Philharmonic, impacting every aspect of our community, every corner. Uh, and providing this this ability to learn about about music, not just classical music, but music and, and what it can do and how it can uh, shape lives and what it what what it does to, to really improve and and cultivate a community. So we're really really proud of that, and we know that our supporters understand that. You know, you talked about the uh, the new home. That's kind of a great story within another great story. Uh, tell me a little, I'll let you tell people who don't know where, where is the new home and what was, what, what makes you so excited about that? Well, you know, when you said that, I just got goosebumps because I, I get so excited about our office here. Uh, we're on the West side. We, uh, over here at Avenida Guadalupe, which is a very historic area. We're right across the street from both Plaza Guadalupe. Many of you know, uh, Plaza Guadalupe is an open air amphitheater. Uh, many, many years ago, it's a place where the Pope came and spoke. Uh, many great uh, events have happened there. Uh, we had our Cinco de Mayo concert with Azul Barrientos at Plaza Guadalupe, and uh, it, uh, not too far away, on, on the same side of the street, is is a great artwork that most people know about from Jesse Trevino, La Veladora, that is, is a beautiful depiction of, of La Virgen de Guadalupe candle. Uh, on the side of the building of the Guadalupe Cultural Arts Center. So this is an amazing place. It's, uh, it's great to be here. It's been so welcoming from uh, the folks uh, that live around this area. More importantly, I want to give a huge, huge thank you to the folks at Avenida Guadalupe, specifically uh, to uh, Gabriel Velasquez and, and uh, Rosa Ramirez, who have been so accommodating. Uh, you know, they, they saw the potential of having... Uh, one of the largest arts organizations moving into this building, moving into this area, and what it can do to impact a community. It's, it's in our mission to do so, and um, we're proud to be here. We're so, we're so uh, 
I'm grateful to, to be in, in a place where the community is, is so welcoming and, um, and hopeful of, of the future of, of what we uh, are presenting here. Uh, this is, this is uh, not a temporary uh, relocation. This is our home. Uh, we intend to, to be here and, and have a huge impact on, on the city and particularly this community. Uh, within our lease, we were also given the opportunity to, to have access to what's called Progreso Hall. It's a, it's a, a larger building, and it's used a lot for things like quinceaneras and weddings and what have you, but we'll have access to it. We're, our plan is to make some acoustic upgrades on the interior so that we can use it as a meaningful rehearsal space. Um, that rehearsal space will help us save money, help us uh, move coordination of, of musicians and conductors and soloists. Uh, but it also means that you know, you're going to have musicians present in the neighborhood. And that is a unique thing. Like I can't think of a, another orchestra that has done something like this. This is, this is out in, in the neighborhood. We, we hope to, to be very, very present in the community, support the local businesses, support uh, you know this idea that that these artists uh, are, are neighbors, they, they live here in San Antonio, they care very much about their community, and this is a testimony to that. Have you been there long enough to notice uh, an impact already? I have. I, I, I can tell you that uh, many people uh, in the community have recognized uh, that, that uh, you know, there's a, there's a, a positive Sense for for what we're what we're bringing here. Just simply visiting, for example, there's a great restaurant here called Linda's, just about a block away, and and going in there and bringing in some of the musicians or the conductors, board members with me to go and and enjoy breakfast or lunch. Um, much many of the people in there are just thrilled to see that you know the Philharmonic is is here and present and, uh, you know, they ask questions. Many of them have asked about our concerts and, and, and what we have uh, in front of us. And, and more importantly, they ask about their, how their children can partake and, and maybe even learn music uh, and how, how we can help create a roadmap for that education. It's, it's, just incredible. Yeah, I bet. I, I, it sounds like it. And I can hear in your voice. I can hear those little goosebumps in your voice. <laughs> um, talk a little bit, too. You've got a, uh, for the uh, the concert, are all of them uh, at, at, I mean, you mentioned the one at Lanier, but for the, the main ones, are they all at First Baptist? Because that's a great venue. It is a great venue. Uh, another another huge thank you. You know, this, this is a great story because of people. You know, I mentioned... Uh, you know our new home, and we had we had to thank Gabriel Velasquez for that. Uh, but you you know when you talk about First Baptist Church, we have to thank all the great folks at First Baptist Church for being so accommodating to us. Aaron Huffney in particular for just being uh, such an amazing soul. Um, we really could not have the season that we had before us without his support and help. He's also a board member of the Philharmonic now, uh, has been since the beginning. And uh, so what I can say is that with First Baptist Church, that's where we play all our classics. We're playing okay. 10 classics concerts there. It's a great venue. Like you said, it, it sounds great. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, such an intimate 
space. If, if you haven't bought tickets, all I can tell you is there's not a bad seat in the house. But do yourself a favor and just try it out for yourself. Come out and, and, and if you've never been to a concert at the First Baptist Church, I think you'd be surprised at how, how, how wonderful and beautiful it is. Um, so, yes, 10 concerts at First Baptist Church. But we have other concerts coming up. Uh, we're doing, as you mentioned, Lanier is one. Uh, we have our Cinco de Mayo that's at Plaza Guadalupe. Uh, we're also playing, uh, we're planning a fiesta concert, which will be uh, at the Majestic, uh, potentially doing uh, a, a concert over at the, the new, newly named SD, which is over at Sunset Station, a little amphitheater, they have, covered amphitheater they have there. Uh, also, our young people's concerts, are played uh, all over the all over the county, and so we go to different venues from the Lila Cockrell Theater to to different venues that school districts can provide us, so that we can get out in the community and provide free concerts to uh, to young people, these students, to to learn about music, to to have an incredible experience, uh, one they can remember remember for a lifetime, and all those are free concerts. Uh, so we're just so. We're incredibly grateful for that. We were planning to do a, con- a young people's concert as far as Uvalde, Texas, again, free to children. Because uh, we believe that, um, again, within our mission is to, to make sure that we inspire our youth to appreciate symphonic music uh, for a lifetime. Uh, so we have many concerts planned, uh, a little over 30 concerts. To this point, we we're planning more as, as the season continues. Uh, a lot of our listeners have kiddos, and and uh, toward that uh, goal, if I'm tell me if I'm right, I'm looking at the website. Uh, there for the uh, classic concerts, uh, there are ten dollars student pricing in person with valid student ID an hour prior to the concert. Do I have that right? That is correct. Now, I'm gonna. I will ask you: Is that not an incredible price? That's for great. World class orchestra. I'm trying to think about how I could be a student again. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing, too, is there's an opportunity for students to go as well to rehearsals. Tell me about that yeah. or maybe see if I've got that right. So one of the things we're, we're doing is we're also uh, doing what we can to uh, help expose kids to the process uh, that, it get, that, that it takes to get to this point. I think it's one thing to go and enjoy a concert and, uh, and see an amazing, amazing musical event, but it's another to see how it, how it gets there. And uh, you know, there's the, the, the orchestra holds several rehearsals before it even plays uh, in that concert for, for the Friday and Saturday evenings. And so we'll be having some open rehearsals where, where uh, students and the general public can attend and just enjoy uh, the process of, of how these musicians and conductors get to uh, the point where they're presenting that world-class music. Uh, we always uh, take a moment to talk a little bit about what our listeners can do to support the organizations that we talk to. So what can our listeners do to support San Antonio Philharmonic? Well, the first is the easiest is, is simply... Uh, Buy tickets. Come out to come out to a concert. That's all we ask. Is come come enjoy a concert at the Philharmonic. Be inspired by by what these musicians uh, do and provide for our city. 
they've spent a lifetime perfecting their craft and their art, and they, they just want to share it. Uh, the next is, is get on our email list. You know, give us your support by, by staying in touch. Uh, you know, go to our website, subscribe to our email newsletter, uh, share the information on your social media, talk to your neighbors, let them know that we're here. We haven't gone away. Uh, we've evolved into a new name, Philharmonic, but it is the, it is the symphony orchestra that, that we have known all these years, and it is a, a professional orchestra that is providing world-class music. Um, and then, of course, lastly, you know, just just know that uh, our funding model as as an organ as an arts organization, uh, a very very important one in this community, is is one that relies on different forms of funding. And our our model is one that obviously ticket price tickets are an important part of that, but it's not the only form of funding. So if you could contact your elected official, your city council person, uh, your your city your county commissioner, your state representative, let them know that you're supportive of the arts, you're supportive of the San Antonio Philharmonic. Uh, next week, the county is is going up for a vote for their budget. We hope to be uh, uh, receiving a, a good uh, amount of support from from the county. Please contact County Judge Sakai and all the commissioners, and let them know that this is important to to our entire county. The following week, the the city of San Antonio will be doing similar. Contact Mayor Ron Nirenberg and your city council person, and let them know that you support this. This is. This is a, a, a value to the community, and their support is part of our budgeting as, as an arts organization. Our guest today, Robert Roberto Trevino, who is the executive director of San Antonio Philharmonic. We have about a minute and a half left. Uh, do me a favor. Spend that time talking about the two upcoming concerts uh, that people can enjoy. Well, uh, again, I'm going to talk a little bit about DSC Space. Uh, DSC Space, we're going to have uh, an incredible lineup. Uh, the says at Lanier High School with uh, Jesse Borrego, the actor. Jesse Borrego will be the MC that night and doing a dance with Teresa Champion to Danzon Number no. Two, and then we'll finish off the night with Wapango. Uh, that will be danced by Teresa Champion and her two daughters will be joining her on stage. This is a historic event for us, and then of course our classics will start with a huge, huge bang. Uh, classics one concert. Jeffrey Kahane is the conductor, Chi Yoon on the violin. Uh, if you go to our social media page, uh, SA, Phil, uh, Facebook, or Instagram, you will see that Chi Yoon even provided a quick little preview of what to expect. She did uh, a little preview on the violin to, to show people how, how dynamic the, uh, the concert will be with her performance. So please visit, again, SAPhil.org, buy your tickets, and hope to see you at the concert. Great job. We're going to say goodbye for today. I'm Milton Glick. If you didn't get that website or that information, you call me here at the station. I'll be happy to get it to you. Join me next week as we keep you in the loop. Thanks for joining us in the loop. We look forward to bringing you next week's show with Milton Glick. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.